Bradford, and they generally found her husband, a dashing wealthy black business owner, hard to resist when he laid on his charms. But she had learned that Alicia was married, so Barbara thought it was safe. Alicia's young Hispanic husband picked her up and dropped her off for work every day. But this young man, with a short afro and goatee, was not Alicia's husband. The saddest part was that Barbara didn't dare fire the woman, even now, even after this. Who would do the laundry, make the beds, and cook the meals? She couldn't possibly keep a seven-bedroom, eight-bath home clean herself. She would call and have the agency send a replacement as soon as possible. But for now, she wanted Alicia to get to work. Barbara turned her attention to the young man. "'You!' she exclaimed between clenched teeth. "'Get out of my house, now, and use the back entrance.' Barbara pointed hastily toward the kitchen door, and he ran past her. "'And you, Alicia,' she said as the woman reached for her G-string from atop the washing machine, "'get back to work this minute.' "'My name is Aisha, miss.' "'Whatever,' Barbara glanced at her with icy eyes. "'Just get back to work and pick up my damn Pratesi sheets off the floor.' Barbara stormed out, and raced to the front door just as the chime rang for the third time. "'Slut,' she murmured as she yanked the sponge rollers from her hair. She took a deep breath to calm herself, then opened the door only to see a courier heading back down the walkway. He turned when he heard her, ran back, and handed Barbara a letter-sized envelope. It was a rich cream-colored linen paper with a gold-embossed script addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Bradford Bentley of Silver Lake, Maryland. Barbara thanked the courier and shut the door against the chilly spring air. She turned the envelope over. There was no return address. How odd, she thought, as she stuck a perfectly manicured forefinger, courtesy of Pearl's salon and spa, beneath the flap and tore the envelope open. It was an invitation to a formal housewarming party the next Saturday from their new mysterious neighbors down the block, the ones building the mega mansion reminiscent of a French chateau. Construction had begun almost a year ago and now looked near completion. Everyone in Silver Lake was talking about the mansion, but Barbara had never met the owners, and neither had Bradford or any of her other neighbors as far as she knew. That was strange in itself. Normally, when someone was building a new custom house in Silver Lake, they were frequently in and out, keeping a close eye on the construction. But with these new neighbors, all Barbara had seen was an endless stream of trucks and construction workers climbing the hill to the site. She placed the envelope on the hallway table for Bradford to see when he came in from the office. The invitation looked promising, provided Bradford hadn't made other plans. He was founder of a software and technology firm and one of the most successful black business owners in Prince George's County, Maryland. She and Bradford were always being invited somewhere. They had spent the previous weekend at the annual spring gala at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. Bradford's firm, Digitech, was a key sponsor of the gala and the Bentleys always attended. This year, the event was a tribute to Duke Ellington and it was a splendid weekend, filled with receptions, performances, cocktails, and dancing. The highlight for Barbara 
was when the gala chairman introduced her to singer Nancy Wilson. Barbara hoped they were free for the housewarming party. The new mansion was shaping up to be the largest home in Silver Lake, and she was dying to see it. If it was half as fabulous inside as out, this party should be a real treat. She took a deep breath and glanced toward the kitchen. Now, to deal with the horny help. But first, she picked up the pack of Benson and Hedges and her gold cigarette lighter lying on the hallway table and lit up. It was a long-standing on-and-off-again habit. Currently, on-again. But hell, it was better than her other on-again-off-again vice. A pint of Belvedere vodka daily. Thank goodness she had shed that habit a year ago. Still, she needed something to get her through the days. She took a long drag and exhaled as she walked down the hall.